Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode. This week we're going to go, well I'm going to ask Mr Shears his 2023 St David's Day questions. We did it last year and he um, didn't get many right to be honest, so uh, let's see how he gets on this year. And we're also going to talk about risk. Um, risk in terms of what it is, what it means to people and their investments, pensions, um, what people need to do and what needs to happen going forward uh, with education and understanding. So sit back, enjoy, and uh, we'll uh, crack on with this. Hello, and welcome to Sanctuary Educate podcast, where we will talk all things mindset, money management, and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for your pleasure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Welcome back, everyone. Belated, happy St. David's Day. Was that last week, was it? Yes. Do you remember last week? Last last week? Last year, we've done a quiz. We've done a St. David's was Day quiz. Was that a year ago? It was. Drunk all my tea as well. Guess what? I'll run to the quiz again. Just do. We'll just do. I want. I, I even know less answers this time. We'll just do a few questions. I become okay. less Welsh, I think, because of the state of our rugby. We're going to do. I one. can't. But you're not doing that again, you. Some of them are the same questions. Oh. So it'll make people go back and watch watch it again. I've only got about seven here, but I'll only pick five. Right. Last year. Talk about slogging a dead horse. I looked back last year and I said, "Oh, we're going to do five. We ended up doing about 15. Do we? Yeah, that's fine. Right. First no. one. How many Red. universities are there in Wales? Two, four, eight, or 16? Universities in Wales? Eight. 16. Uh, did I get that right last time? Uh, you did, actually. Uh. Right. 16 in Wales. Yeah. Two parts this question. Oh, yeah, Highest right. mountain in Wales? Um, what's the choice? I just got the answer here. So one. It's not Snowden, is it? Yes. It is Snowden. To the nearest 100 metres, because you're not going to get it right, how high is it? What? To the nearest 100 metres. 100 metres? To the nearest, so is it 400 and 20, 790, 1130. Give me 100. Well, I have absolutely no idea. Only because I, I have no idea what the gauge is against. 1085 metres. 1085 metres, okay. How ma- oh, I'll give you, here's a, a, a multiple choice. How many castles are there in Wales? 378, 641, or 927? I'll go the higher one, 927. Always go middle, 641. Well, I went middle last time and I didn't get it right. <laughs> So that's all true. <laughs> true. <laughs> because the next one is um I'll go I'll do the a multiple choice next. Second last one. Which legendary British king is closely associated with Wales, with some suggesting he held court in Killian? King. King Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He had a round table. King Arthur. Oh, okay. Last one then. Right, I never enjoyed history in school. Only enjoy doing sport. Well, we do geography then. 
Didn't join How Joffy there. Is the Welsh coast path. 870 oh, miles. My goodness. 970 miles or 1,070 miles. We'll go middle, shall we? If you want to. Well, you told me you should always go middle. It's wrong, isn't it? Of course it's wrong, yeah. It's number one, 870. Never listen to an Irishman. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. Never. They were, you could have pre-warned me of that. No, no, there was more fun in this. I spent this morning trying to, to Google oh, did stuff you? on that. But Busy did, morning then. Yeah, it was. Do you know, on a more serious note, I had somebody that I've never met before. Uh, we've had a chat last week. And they have a pension with a well-known fund provider, product provider. And the pension is in a, a fund called Lifestyling. Okay. And for anyone that doesn't isn't aware of that, um, I think it was back probably around the 2000s, Lifestyling would say, when do you want to retire? They'd put a date on that and the computers then would... They, they use the word de-risk and basically what that was is going from equities to low low risk, low volatility bonds or, or uh, cash. So if you put 65, five years out, it would de-risk itself. Low volatility, yeah. Now, this pot that we've chatted about last week, there's 25% in cash, so it's earning next to nothing. The seventy percent, seventy five percent in non equities, so fixed interest in global fixed interest, UK fixed interest, money markets, and stuff like that, um, down in twenty twenty two alone, minus thirty five percent. Now, if you look at one of our portfolios, one hundred percent equities, that's only down five point six seven for the same time. And it was a massive wake-up call because this, this person went, well, pensions are a load of rubbish, aren't they? Looks at, wasn't educated correctly um, over time. Doesn't understand anything like this. And I, I just Googled earlier on what risk is. A solution involving exposure to danger. Very vague. But as we know, we have to tell people or we do tell people about our informed and uninformed risk. With risk can have loss of capital inflationary risk or volatility which is probably a good thing we can come on to later but it just goes to show how many people don't actually understand anything got to do with pensions or investments yes and you could take that further afield as well can't you because people have this huge misconception of risk because they think that investing in retail investments and investing in or everyone calls it stocks, don't they? I don't like yeah. investing in stocks. Yeah. But then they'll go and stick a thousand pounds into crypto. Yeah. Which is unregulated, untested, and the most volatile thing you could find out there. Yeah. So people really don't understand risk. They haven't, they haven't got a clue. And and they don't And that's a, that's an educational point, isn't it? They don't take ownership of this. Um they don't they getting statements, throwing them in a drawer. Not looking at last year, not understanding what they're paying for, not understanding what the end goal is, not understanding what they have and what they should have, and not understanding their, their the exposure to different levels of assets, cash, property, um, shares, whatever it may be. And and it, it is scary that this person now is 36 months out from wanting to finish work. Mm. And over one third of their pension pot 
in the last 12 months has just vanished. Hmm. And, and it w- some of it would have vanished anyways because the world we're in at the moment. But the person would have been a lot more comfortable with a 5% portion vanishing over last year than 35 but that's because they've never dealt with somebody in many, many years. Um, and the pot was very, very big. You know, we're talking about a big six-figure pot. That has a massive f- effect on their, I suppose, their, their own, I'm going to say not say their mental health, but they, they, they haven't slept well, I think, because they said, mm-hmm. I've lost all of this money. Technically, you know, it grew and it fell. But the levels of falling is, is astronomical at the moment. And people need to understand that it's... The old understanding of risk. It's a new world. They need to, they need to start doing things in a different way. Yes, and with regards to these type of investments, where people are stuck in a lot of bonds at the moment, if you're in a work company's lifestyle fund and you're getting close to the age of sixty, there's a very good chance you're heavily in these bonds. So, coming up towards retirement, your money is just going backwards. Which is a big issue because I actually think that whole process of de-risking coming up to retirement is not actually a good thing to do. It's a waste of time. Maybe take a bit of cash off the table, yeah, so have a little bit in there effectively to cover the initial year or so of retirement. But otherwise, you need to stay invested because that money doesn't just stop at 65, you're retiring or 60. That money's going to last you till you're 90 years of age or 86, roughly what ONS will tell you. Previous generations would have, and maybe this is where their their level of understanding is, previous generations would have gone to 60, 65. They would have said, I'm retiring tomorrow. And that the value of that pot then would have gone and bought an annuity. And that annuity then would have given them a set income for the rest of their lives. But since 2015, you, you can you can do whatever you want. Now you can buy um, your annuity. You can go into drawdown, and people don't understand that that money has to probably even work harder when you're taking money from it. And and in in the instance of of going into retirement, if you go into retirement and then the following year while you're drawing an income, it's down 35 odd percent. You have to have a massive change in your circumstances. You you're going to have to basically start taking less money out and it's never going to recover because to, to make a 35 percent to come back from a 35 percent fall you've done it before you have to make a 70 percent gain because you have to and go back back up again so it's never going to happen in their lifestyle a lifetime so it's no. it's it's crazy that people don't understand this and don't do it and like you said i think we have to be very careful on not giving advice here but i have the view that probably everybody should be in 80 90 100 percent equities if they're even if they're in their fifties or sixties, because they still have to draw an income in their seventies and eighties, and like you touched on, I think a vast majority of people go into a works pension. Forget about the nest schemes mm. and all these little ones. Um, they're all lifestyle, and they're all probably balanced portfolios, fifty-fifty. So in the last twelve months, fifty percent of it will have maybe lost five percent, fifty percent of it will have lost thirty-five percent. Huge, huge falls. Yes, and. This is this can be a vast proportion of it, and people don't realise that actually. I agree, you should be probably invest hundred percent in equities, but when you run a an attitude to risk calculator that we have to run, and you go through the whole capacity for loss thing, a lot of clients technically probably can't really take that risk. But if you back test it, 
because the only way you can look at look at history, you know, the, I know people say you can't rely on historical data to give you future, but we have no other data to look at. But if you back test it and actually say, well, over a period, I think if you do the maths over a period of twenty years, if you invest hundred percent in equities, you will have never lost a penny. Yeah. But if you hold any bond element or cash element, you will. And cash is another thing. You know, everyone sees cash as being risk free. Well, it's not because you bank with Santander, for argument's sake, you have an £85,000 limit on your money. So if you've got 100000 and then Santander fail, you're only going to get 85000 back. You're going to lose yeah. 15000 People are like, oh, that'll never happen. Santander will never fail. Well, you're up the Northern Rock. There's no reason why they can't. Do you know what I mean? And these banks have been downgraded. So, And it's then also risk for inflation because... yeah. That's the big yes, one. interest rates are a little bit higher now, but there's still nowhere near inflation. And yes, you can probably argue that equities are down at the moment and bonds are down. But if you look historically over the long term, equities will have outstripped cash by a long way. But you, you've got to be comfortable with the level of volatility they bring. And it's the understanding of segmenting your life. And you talked about the the capacity for loss is another one that the, the regulator likes us to, to talk about. If you work out through proper planning of what you're intending to spend over the next X amount of years, putting aside a bit of a, an emergency nest egg, then you've covered all yeah. bases. So the other stuff, when the volatility occurs, do you know what? It, it occurs and it will come back. And if you have extra cash and you're, you're investing on a monthly basis, you, you increase your, your investing mm. per month because you're buying the units now at a lower, lower cost so when they go up. So as long as you can understand that and you're not you're not putting every single penny that you have into this and, and the younger people are, they're investing mm. in crypto, as you say, for the short-term hit. doesn't exist. Yeah. Investing is boring. It's done for the long term. It's not exciting in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in any way whatsoever, but there is a, st a structure and a strategy to it. And as long as you keep all the other bits and pieces back, you're okay. And like you said, if you're invested in a tracker fund or in the great companies of the world, they all bloody make money. You know, there might be a time, a, a three-month period when they don't. There might be a year when they don't. But don't tell me that Amazon, Coca-Cola, Budweiser, Volkswagen, uh, LG, all of these companies are not going to continue year on year on year not making money. Yeah, because that's what they're, if they're not going to make money, they're effectively insolvent and they shouldn't be trading anyway. And if you have a share, it means you're a shareholder. If you're a shareholder, some you, skin in the game. you own the you own part of the company. Mm. It might be tiny, but you own part of the company. And at the end of their financial year, when the company say, we've made a profit and we're going to give our shareholders a thank you called a dividend, you get more money yeah. or the value or the value goes up. Oh, yeah. in the but I think it's just simple, simple education um, on the behalf of adults. I, I chatted to, to kids weeks ago and I said to them about talking about stocks and shares and all that and said, if they were like, and, and we chat about this last day. And when I started saying, who, you know, who has been to uh, McDonald's and who's been here and we, I own a small portion of that company, that they were like, oh, do you really? You know, it was a bit of tongue in cheek, mm. but they kind of went, they, they, they got it. So if I buy shares in, I own the company. Yeah. And if you go in and you buy more McDonald's or you buy KFC or you buy, your parents buy an Amazon, you're, you're giving, they're making more profit. And they went, yeah. So I make more money. Yeah. Mm. These are 11 year olds. And they're the ones that need to be educated, but the adults have the same mindset. They don't understand. At least the, the kids are willing to understand. Yeah, but exactly. It it needs to be 
coming back and taking ownership of their destiny and journey um, and accountability and probably getting professionals involved, um, getting educated correctly and probably the most important thing, taking bloody action now. Because there's no point in waiting until you're 57 and 36 months out to go, I'll get somebody to have a look at this yes. now. Get the garden all nice now and it's a lot less hassle trying to keep it in a nice way for many years to come. And you can actually enjoy it now. Yes, that's it. Yes, and it's about taking action, isn't it? You know, making sure that you actually do something because if you leave it till you're 60 to try and change things, it's all too late. Because if you go at 60 to do things and you're going at 65 it's 60 months it's not a long time no you know we're now 36 months since the start of that sea thing in the world and that has just flown by there are some days when it was um very long but you mm. wouldn't think 36 months have just gone by that quickly that's bad no. so t- time is going so fast action is needed now but it's t- we can help to a degree but at the end of the day it's no more than anything else in life People have to take accountability themselves for their own actions. They can be led to show them how to do things. They can be told how to do it. They can be hand-holding. But at the end of the day, there has to be accountability on the individual themselves. Yeah, 100%. So take action now. Get a professional involved. Take ownership. And next year, we'll have the third in the tr- trilogy of the I'll St. David's more questions. Prepared. I'll know it's coming. I'll know it's coming then. I'll know it's coming then. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.